Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Kind of end things up uh, with the University of Miami as they ended their summer camp series yesterday in really good fashion. Other than the rain and the lightning, uh, they had a really good showing for their line camp. Outstanding uh, football all the way to the end where uh, uh, Orlando Jones uh, won out beating Miami Central. Orlando Jones has won four or five times because the events that I go to this year, they're always at and playing really well. But uh, the real good thing about this offseason for Miami is it kind of set the tempo. Uh, they, from every event that they held, they had a really good showing. Uh, you know, the portal's been taking sec, uh, center stage. The NIL, obviously, is always in the mix. And this is a team that will have a complete turnover in the roster. Complete. It's like taking an ace in poker and throwing back the be- the rest of the cards. But uh, So you don't know what's going to happen uh, come kickoff of the 2023 season because this is basically a new environment for a lot of these kids. And somebody who's there every single day, every camp, every event is Gary Furman uh, from canesport.com. He's kind enough to join us this evening. Gary, thanks so much for taking the time on Monday. Oh, anytime, Blue. How you doing? Good. Uh, you've been busy. You've been on top of everything. Uh, you've uh, for years and years and years, but this year especially, it's been really kind of a follow the bouncing ball because of what's happening in the off season. A, almost a complete roster turnover or, or a makeup. Uh, you and I, for years and years and years, would watch the recruits that they brought in, and even though they had a couple, it was never enough to kind of turn things around. But uh, Kind of a different environment now from not only the personnel that they brought in, but but coaching staff. Uh, yeah, Blue, it, it really is. And uh, it, it's kind of staggering, really. You know, I was uh, taking inventory the other day and um, just happened to notice that about 40 players have been, I'll just be blunt and say, been jettisoned out of the Miami football program in what the 19 months since uh, Mario Cristobal took over. And um, that's half a roster, you know, and, and that's on top of, you know, kids graduating normally and stuff. So they have been turning this thing at a rapid fire pace. Uh, I think it was a lot worse than probably what Mario expected to find when he came to Miami. I, I, I think he still takes the job anyway, but uh, it, it's been an enormous, enormous amount of work for him and his staff. And, um, you know, the progress is not as quick as anybody would like. That's just not reality. It's piece by piece by piece, brick by brick by brick. And we'll find out in September how far they have been able to progress here in the last seven months. But uh, we know they were not a very good football team last year. They just, uh, you know, did not have an, enough depth and talent. Uh, to overcome some of the injuries that they had and uh, Tyler Van Dyke going down early and uh, all the, you know, tumult at the quarterback position certainly didn't help having an offensive coordinator essentially implode 
did not help. And uh, so they kind of had to go back to square one, Blue, and uh, I think they've done a really good job of that. And you were out there the other day uh, on Sunday. We were at the practice facility, and you just look around and look at the kids that are going to make up this football team and all the new faces, and it just looks different. Like, I'm looking at – you know, forget about the Francis Magoas of the world and the Samson Okanolas. You know, you know they're going to look great. They're five-star prospects. I'm looking at, like, throw-in transfer portal guys like Anthony Campbell, for example, who is, like, 6'7", 300 pounds. They don't even know what they're going to do with him yet. Uh, you know, <laughs> is, is he going to play on the defensive line? Uh, I've heard some noise. They may even move him to offensive tackle. I mean, but he just looks like a college football player, and he came from Louisiana uh, Monroe. I mean, in the transfer portal. So, like, the throwing guys on the roster, they look like college football players now, and that has not always been the case uh, through, through the years. Yeah, no doubt. Gary Furman joins us, canesport.com. And the probably, to me, the most telling point of this whole program now is the coaching staff and you look at somebody like Jason Taylor who really doesn't have to be here I mean he could be home and are going to visit his kids and you know going to LSU and to Arizona to watch his sons play but here's somebody if you watch him work and you watch him coach it looks like he needs every last dollar I mean, this guy is intense. I watched him for years at St. Thomas. He loves the game. He loves to coach. He makes a, a huge difference. You look at your uh, coordinators, you know, and I'm not taking shots at Coach Steele or anybody who is, but your coaches want to be here. Kevin Beard, uh, Tim Ice Harris Jr., uh, they want to be here. They want to coach. Nicholson, they all want to coach. They they relish the fact, and that was the one thing I think that bothered Mario the most last year, was having a staff that wasn't on the same page as he was. They weren't on the same page with each other either, Blue. It, it, it did not go very well, obviously. Uh, you know, Kevin Steele, for example, he's a good football coach. He's been around forever. Uh, been successful at a lot of places. That didn't make him the right fit for this program right now where it is. Uh, you know, he's used to having a system and having people in place that know what they're doing and going out and executing, and, and, and it works. And I'm sure it's going to work great for him at Alabama uh, with the level of roster that they have. But uh, Miami was not there last year, and um, they had an incredibly difficult time picking up his system, Uh, So there were some tough moments out there on defense, but it was even worse on offense. Uh, Josh Gaddis turned out to be a horrible fit. Uh, There was no chemistry between the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback coach, and the offensive coordinator. Van Dyke gets hurt just as he's starting to get it. And now they're, you know, going back and forth between Jake Garcia, who just mentally imploded uh, amidst the whole situation. Uh, You can't just blame him. I think you blame the situation. Uh, and then you got a true freshman, Ja'Curry Brown, who had no business being on the field, trying to play quarterback at times. And it, it was just not how you're going to win football games. And, uh, you know, I think that this year I like what I'm seeing from Shannon Dawson. He has a proven system. And I think that the athletes that, that Miami does have, and they don't have enough elite ones yet, but the ones they do have are going to thrive better in this system and become better players than what we've seen in the past. I'm talking about like the Jacoby Georges of the world, the Colby Youngs of the world. You know, these kids have some talent, and if they're put in the right positions in the right system, 
I think they can be enormously more productive than they were a, a year ago. And then now you have a lot more speed on the field with Tyler Harrell, with Ray Ray Joseph. Uh, you can even, you know, spot in a Robbie Washington at times. And uh, this can become a relatively explosive offense very, very quickly. Yeah. And all the things going on around the program, you know, the the uh, new facility that uh, was proposed and uh, hopefully get in place as well. Um, yeah, everything is in the positive. And somebody asked me the other day, um, and, and you'll understand as they say, well, what if things don't work out? I said, they'll close the program. I mean, you know, really. I mean, they've got everything that you could possibly have right now in place. They've got a coach who wants to be there. He's a, a guy who's proven, somebody who's an alumnus, somebody who surrounds himself. He's got guys who have been at high level before. They've got athletes who can play. So, to me, the next two years, Gary, are going to be uh, telltale signs. I think this program, and, and I'm not taking away from the fact that FSU and Clemson and all those programs are doing the same, and they're, you know, they're doing an excellent job of recruiting and putting people in place, but Miami certainly is doing things the right way. Um, Mario Cristobal is, a, a, as you know, a no-nonsense guy. He doesn't care what anybody else says. He goes about his business, and he's done a great job, and uh let everybody know how they can follow you because I know it's going to be exciting. Well, I know the next couple of weeks are really going to be exciting because you never know who's going to pop up. Well, so, you know, I'll just just one last thing to follow up on what you just said. Like, I don't know who the heck thought that somebody was just going to snap their fingers and fix this thing in year one of a new coach, whether it was Mario Cristobal or, or anybody else. And, yeah. you know, I think the thing that we found out in year one that was is that it was in way worse shape from a culture standpoint, a work of a standpoint, then even we, and I'll say we, you and me, Larry, because we've had hours worth of conversations about how bad it was the last several years, that anybody, including us, even imagined that it was. And, uh, you know, the thing that's, like, startled me is, like, I've got this one guy that's been pounding me with emails in the last week just, like trying to rip into Mario and this and that and how right, bad right. the team was last year and, 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 and all that. And I'm like saying to the guy, like, like, like calm down, man. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. this is not an overnight thing. No, it's not. Gary, we got, we're up against it. Just let everybody know okay, how they can follow you on uh, social media and yep. also on your website. Yep. At, at Kane sport on Twitter, uh, canesport.com on the internet. Gary, thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Anytime, Larry. Good stuff. Gary Furman wraps up, which has been a great show. Don't forget, we're back with you next Monday. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 